High above the Latiri auction gallery floor on the corner of Capels and Walnut in beautiful Scranton, Pennsylvania, we bring you the podcast about antiques, collectibles, estate sales, flea markets, and the ins and outs of the auction business, Tales from the Gavel. Marjorie. This is Marjorie. She's my significant other, head of um, social media and um, HR, HR, customer service, anything that requires pleasantries. Um, Matt, Matt, he's the newest member of the gang. He's uh, he he runs the trucks. He takes he he fixes things. He's uh, expert on all things manly, like pocket watches and guns and um, all sorts of stuff. Boom. Things. Yes, all things with motors. And then Isabel, the auction intern and general manager. Hello. Uh, and she's also a, a, an expert on glass. Um, we forgot to say, what are we drinking? I'm drinking bourbon on the rocks. Do you know what you're drinking? Um, some type of margarita knockoff thing. Okay. <laughs> Margie's not a big drinker. Matt. The drink of kings. Bourbon on the rocks. And Isabel's drinking straight tequila. Yeah. Okay. Because she's Polish. Yes. What? And and she can do that. Yes. Yeah. They got the special gene. She's, she's a trooper. What are you drinking, Kate? Kate, what are you drinking? A big beer. A giant, giant beer. It's a pint of beer. That's that's actually twenty two ounces. Yeah. It's one it's, pint and six fluid ounces. You're borderline having a shopping cart on Capas Avenue. Okay. There we go. We we didn't we left the bag at home though. All right. All right. So, you, look. I'm on now. So today's episode. Episode three are things that make John's head explode, um, primarily um, auction and um, antique shows that in, inflate people's uh, perception of what their things are worth, such as storage wars and um, the pickers. But then we'll also discuss the good ones, um, like Antique Roadshow and Pawn Stars. Yeah, which, Pawn Stars is good. So the other day we were watching Storage Wars and um, John's had nearly exploded because... Well, I used to buy storage units and um, everyone is not a winner. They're usually full of dirty mattresses and plastic toys. Even in better areas, there, there's still people that are willing to spend lots of money to store, oh, I don't know, telephone books and so many things that, that have been... Because you don't get to look at it, as you see on storage work, and everything's not worth ten, forty dollars. Most things are worth a dollar. So, what's the worst uh, storage unit you think you've found? Um, the worst by any people, who, anybody who buys storage units, it's the um, the dirty mattresses and uh, and children's toys or or lots of dirty laundry. That's always because you got to dig through it because you don't know there might be wads of hundreds, like. Um, when I was in New York, I, I there was a friend of mine got a, a storage unit. It was full of garbage bags, full of garbage. But three of them had about a thousand dollars in in hundred dollar bills in them. So you got to look through everything, no matter how disgusting it is. Hmm. Okay, so what is your thought on uh, mall jewelry places? Mall jewelry places. I wish I could sell the stuff for what. That goes for it. The stuff goes for there. It's like ridiculous. I don't know. There's no. I don't know how they determine the price because it's certainly not by weight, and they use penny weights, which I don't know what a penny weight is, but um, 
you know, the rest of the world uses grams and troy ounces, but they use penny weights. Matt, do you know how many grams on penny weight I forgot right now? I didn't know we were good. I, I didn't realize we were going to be talking about this. I don't know. No, I don't know. The 80s were good to me, John. Yes, I forgot too, but it's like an irrelevant measure. Troy ounces, which is 31.1 grams, and grams. If you go, if you buy gold and silver, that's the way they're listed. Um, we were supposed to have a guest today, but they didn't come in, so we're kind of winging it here. We're going to call out Vinny. Yeah, Vinny, we're calling you out. I can tell Vinny some stories about my dad. Yeah, let's hear a story about your dad. Okay. My dad, dad was, a, was an antique dealer. That's the only reason why he's here. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, somebody said. I've got borrowed dad, knowledge. He did steal John Reagan's um, coach. What was, what was it? Uh, stagecoach. Stagecoach. He did take his stagecoach. I hear about it every time I talk. I don't trust that kid. There's much more to that story. Yes, I am. He didn't. But, his brother did. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, but not really. He just kind of sold yeah. it to someone else. and it, It's a whole weird story. But he likes to bust my balls about it. But my dad was the American Picker. So you have this show, American Pickers, which makes my head explode as well. Yeah, but my father would have gone one, up one leg and down the other with these guys. He would have, he made them look like rank amateurs. He's a short little Jewish man, about five foot six on a good day, wore a cowboy hat, spurs, and had two loaded 45s on him at all times. Um, this cat was a character of characters. And he had me crawling through barns from 1725 in Vermont all the way down to like crap, crappy little moss-infested spider nests in Louisiana looking for cowboy and Civil War and Revolutionary War stuff. And it, it was insane. We actually drove across the country with a load of antiques to take to the Roy Rogers Museum in Victorville, California. I got to meet Roy Rogers. I got to meet Clayton Moore. I mean... Let, tell the young people who Clayton Moore is. Okay, Clayton Moore is the Lone Ranger from TV uh, in the 50s. Um, he was kind of my hero. I got to meet the guy, go to his house, have some iced tea. And he gave me a silver bullet, which is made out of aluminum. Proudest moment of my life. He said from one ranger to another and handed it to me. Made it a point to show me the boxes of me had stacked in his garage. Did you try to sell it for silver? No, I'd never sell that. Are you kidding me? That's like. Oh, so that has emotional attachment. Yeah. It's, so it's, not worth to it's priceless to me. There you go. But it's worth about 52 cents. or No, nah, I'd say it's worth 20, 25 bucks to someone. Well, yeah, because it's a long ranger. It's a long ranger. What's the aluminum selling for today? Nothing. Yeah, pounds. it's well. I mean, it's 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 yeah. good for scrap. I just but, want to point that out. But to me, it means everything in the world, and it's but not for sale. it's not for sale. Yeah, yeah still have it. Oh yeah. How much you want for it? Uh, nothing. <laughs> it's not for sale. <laughs> but the the point being, um, my father, like, like the way these guys sanitize these shows and and make it look like, oh yeah, okay, we care about your past and your feelings and everything else. No, nobody cares about your feelings. Nobody cares about the nostalgia. <laughs> These guys on TV, we do. We 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 care. They don't, because yeah. um, because because they're not nice like we are. Right. But the average person in the antique business uh, cares about the bottom line, dollars. Yeah, as do we. But you know, because you know you, you can't pay light bills with feelings. But I will flat out tell you, if I see that you're emotionally attached to something, I don't want it, and I'll tell you what it's worth. If you want to sell it for what it's worth, but you know. I don't want, we're not selling emotions here or what do they call it? Memories? No, we're selling, we're selling rare items for people who want to make their own memories, not your memories. Also, um, I'm going to bring back up that uh, we don't buy the things directly. We work on a percentage. So we try to get you as much money for your memories as we can. 
So, like, those guys buy stuff directly, and they try to resell it, so they try and get your memories at the lowest cost possible. And we try to get you the highest cost possible. Before those guys roll up, a professional has already been there to tell them what it's worth and how much they're going to pay for it. There's no... There's no dickering on, on the camera there. They know how much it is, how much the price is, and how much they're going to get for it. Months before these guys even show up in their trolley. Um, I, I honestly think it's artificially inflated. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, by, by a long shot. Absolutely. And it kind of ruins the market for everybody so, else. Yes. What about Just, the guy with the toys that came here? What guy with the toys? The, what's oh, guy? American Pickers was here. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did the yeah, Scranton yeah, Lace yeah, Factory yeah, and all that. I've known, them. I've known those guys. The father I've known, I got my first suit there. Uh, LaSalle, um, right. LaSalle, uh, for, it's, they sell suits. They yeah. sell nice suits, but it's got the best antique collection. You, you'll die when you go in there. I don't. He, but he doesn't sell anything. So, he's, so, yeah, sure, he sold something to those guys to um, get on TV, which, you know, if somebody shows up to your door with the camera, are you going to let them in or somebody that says you got any antiques to sell? That never works. I don't know anybody that has ever that's ever worked for. Just knock on the door and say, you got any antiques? Like, My father would have shot you. Yeah. No yeah, doubt. So you'd run it. I don't even like to get out of the car when I'm not sure it's the right address because... It's you Pennsylvania. Somebody, you know... We're in Pennsylvania. Everybody's on. on the door, yeah, first thing they think, especially if they have antiques, is they're going to get robbed because they don't trust the bank. That's why they're collecting antiques. Yeah, and you can bet there's a nice gun collection yeah, there, too. That's like, right. I don't know about you, but I, I really don't like getting shot at. No, I've never been shot at. I know it sucks. But, um, because of the war, not because, yes, you know. No. <laughs> He's a war veteran. He's a war veteran. Yeah, it has Random nothing to do with bullets. living in West Scranton. Nothing yes. whatsoever. Yes. Philly. Don't shoot Matt. When he comes to your door, do not shoot. Please. No. He doesn't Please. like it. He's tried it. Not, not many people said, I tried to get not getting shot, and I didn't like yeah. it. Yeah. So if you can say, how do you know you don't like it if you never even tried it? I it, Yeah. Guaranteed. Way too much lead in my diet. Okay. Okay. That's enough of that. All right. All right. So sure. how about your views on QVC? QVC? I wish I owned it. Yeah. And I wish I, – I watched it once, and um, right of a space I have a mental adding machine in my head. That's how, like, when I go in places, I know how much I need to get. And in the course of 45 minutes, they brought in $250,000 in crap that wasn't worth uh, – I know I could buy it on the streets of New York for most of it for $18 a dozen. And they're all, like, huggy, and they're, they're taking advantage of these old people. And the cleanouts are doing – you know – after they after they go to the home or they pass away, the, their loved ones are went, left with boxes and boxes, many of it not even opened, of QVC collectibles, and um, it ends up here. And it ends up here, and we sell it. But stuff that they and generally, when the relatives when the the they're dealing with that kind of thing, they just want to get rid of it because they're looking at the last place we did. I opened the garage door and it was like. In those sitcoms, the door goes up and it's just like a, a, a wall of boxes. And um, we, it took us six months to sell that. But we got our money. We got a fair price for it. But no one there, the, not, what, was, what do they call these flex pays, easy pays? So as an auction stuff, you could get that for one easy pay. When it was so, so it's just, I know there's nothing that could be done about it because um, it's free trade. If, if you have money and somebody's offering something of of value and it's legal, you have every right to buy it. So it, nothing could be done, but it's just like. 
And they're nice things. It's yeah. just there's a lot more of it out there than they let on. But, and, and Grandma does not need 300 Hummels. And, <laughs> and, uh, it's a pyramid scheme. They're taking advantage of it. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's not a pyramid scheme. What it, it's just they figured out a way to move massive amounts of merchandise to people at home. So that's about all I got to say on that. Okay. <laughs> so we um, what else is there? What do you want to talk about? Marjorie? There's lots of stuff. Antique Roadshow. Antique Roadshow. I like Antique Roadshow. Antique Roadshow. That's my favorite. They're they're right on the money usually. Yeah, they're giving retail prices, but they're honest. They're right on the money. The stuff that's brought in is great. Why anybody in their right mind would drag a a, a dresser down? To just to get somebody to tell them the prices beyond me. Like, I can see bringing a pocket watch in. But these people are, like, wheeling in bedroom furniture not to sell. You know, and it's like taking, I call it taking your bedroom, your furniture for a walk. It's, you know. But you got to admit, like, when they're bringing furniture in and they pick those pieces, like, it's exciting to me to know that, oh, wow, this has been in your family for 300 years. Now, maybe if we have European viewers. You're going to laugh at us. 300 years doesn't seem like a long time. But for furniture in America, that's a very, very long time. Yes. It was ch- Chances are they cut their ancestors cut that tree down and made that stuff out in the barn. And that's fascinating to me. Uh, 300 years ago, people were using draw knives and planes and chisels. There were no routers or yeah, but power saws. How about all the people that bring down the stuff from Woolworth, Woolworth 50 years ago? They, you see them in the line. You see, I see them holding these pieces of stuff waiting in these big, long lines. Only... The good stuff makes it. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the way it works, man. It's yeah. the antique business. Only the good stuff take, makes it. Taking your furniture for a walk? Why not? Yeah. If it's cool. It makes good TV. It does. Yeah. It's, it's they entertaining. They're the best. They're the best on yeah. TV. What made you explode the other day? Storage Wars? Storage Wars. I, 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 it was horrible. We, let's, I, let's, <laughs> let's get that's all that out. <laughs> Express your grievances with Storage Wars. That's Kate behind the camera. Captain well, Kate. I think you should also like the moderator. Had friends who work in the news. Uh, yeah, You're I, doing a good I, job, though. I have, I have friends that they used to have this thing called New York Storage Wars. I knew every single one of those guys. You know why they don't have New York Storage Wars anymore? Because they make too much money buying storage units. There's, there's, you know, if you make money buying storage units, you're not going to be want to be on TV telling everybody about buying storage units. So that's the first thing, and secondly. Not every storage unit, like I said before, is a winner. Even in high real estate areas where storage is essential, there's still storage units where it's full of crap. And I don't know if I was going to go, some people might not realize how this works, but first off, at least in Pennsylvania, that's the only law I know, but in Pennsylvania, if you buy, if you go delinquent on your storage bill, it has to be put in the paper, which it is here. And then once they sell it, so let's say you owe the storage company five thousand dollars, and the storage and the and the auctioneer comes in and sells the unit for ten thousand dollars. Guess who gets the other five? The people who own the storage unit, not the not the not the people who have the storage um, facility, people who own the storage unit. So first off. If you're going to keep stuff in there, and you know what's in your storage unit, before you go delinquent, unless you die or arrested, that is one of the, the when you that's one of the first things you check when you go to when you go to buy a storage unit is um, who owned it, what he did, 
and where he is right now. The best ones are if they're in jail because they can't get to the storage unit, or not even so much the dead ones because then it goes falls to the estate. But if you're like like disappear in jail out of country, um, those are the good ones because you didn't have time to go in and get the good stuff and then leave. But you get you have access to that to the day you stop paying. Um, getting back to the New York City, they're, they're the storage wars that I endured for how many hours did I watch that? That you made me watch that? Um, Ten hours. Yeah, the whole season. I like to watch a whole season at one time so I can get really aggravated. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. I enjoy it. I, I enjoy I've watched every season, so I'm bitching about something that I watch and everybody else watches. But it's just when you're on the, the real size of it. You do enjoy bitching. Yeah, I like the bitch. It's fun. It's it fun. is. It, it's kind of fun. I can lay down Bitching, bust the balls. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's all a... It's sport. Yes, it's exactly. Sport. It's. Just, I tried to explain this to people in Southern California. They didn't get it. No, no, they're, they're snowflakes. What are you going to do? Oh, eat. Everybody's sensitive. I mean, Watch, we're we not got a sensitive here. Huge following of like two people from Southern California. We're not sensitive. Uh, That's why Marjorie we is are not. on duty. There's no sensitivity. Yeah, yeah there's... No. Um, People might need a band-aid sometimes. They might. Yeah. I'm telling tell HR. For the, <laughs> for, the, for, for the boo-boo. Uh, so where was I? Oh, so they open up this thing. They flip the door up. And really, that's uh, up until that, up until the bidding starts. Even when the bidding starts, it's all pretty much like it is. But then they start going through it. Not every unit even has a $20, $10 worth of stuff. Some of it you gotta throw it all away. Some of it has roaches in it. And then what do you do? You break out the bug bombs. I buy it by the case here. It's a fact of art antiquing people have bugs. bugs. Yes, yes. Lots of bugs. Yeah, yeah. Life. Yeah, our, our solution to that is they never hit the auction house. The auction house. We leave it in the truck and throw bombs in there. Those bombs, that bombs leave it for a day. Unless you don't know what you're doing. Dead. What? Unless you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. We took care of that. Um, what else, Marjorie? What else do you want to talk about? What else do you want to talk about? Izzy, what do you want to talk about? What else do you want to talk about? What exciting happened at auction this week? Oh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't do that. Yeah. What happened? Well, we had Saturday's coming up. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, but it's gonna, this will be dropped. After Saturday is I know, but they can still talk. Can yeah, still talk Saturday's coming up. We got good stuff. We have yes. 500 board foot of cherry wood. Um, I checked. What if that quality goes for $15 a board foot? I'll be ecstatic if I get 10 And, you know, it's an option. So who knows? It could, it's got to go. It's in the way and it's heavy. Um, lots of toys. Lots of toys. But Wednesday, we had a good auction for Wednesday night. I don't know, you know, since we cut the Friday auction and moved it to Saturday, the Wednesday night auction has been good. Somebody broke my father's ashtray, though, and I'm pissed off. Um, yeah, that guy. Yeah, well, we won't mention him. He knows well, who he is. He knows who he is. He doesn't get the all the way done, but he gets yeah. the done. Yeah, no, as long as you spend the money, it takes a lot to get done. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Broke my be dad's kind, ashtray. Be kind to your auction people. Yes. work really hard. Yes. But we had a good. We auction. work really hard. They do. They work very hard, and um, they I am not patient sometimes. But don't make I needed to move quickly. See you. Uh, yeah, I needed to move. I need to sell five hundred lots in two hours, and we need to move. So no dilly dally. 
Pay attention. And when you get choice, when it's choice, take your time. <coughs> please hurry up. That's our motto here. Take all the time you need, but hurry up. You know, because we have we have many more things to sell. What did you say today? If you think you're moving fast, you're not moving fast enough. Yes. Yes. And the motto of today was because we had things to do was move faster. You you know what's funny though is uh, if I had moved faster, it would have taken us longer. Well. Don't bother me with the details. That's I, the I will next, not. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's not my problem. That. However, it did get done, didn't it? Yes, it did. And yes, it, it did. in a timely manner. And in a very timely manner. That's why you're on the, you're on the job. That's why I'm still, yeah, I'm still on the job. Yeah, with the clipboard. Which I'm, I'm starting to get. I, I'm starting to get. So we cut to that. We cut to that. And uh, you're on the job with the clipboard. I know. It's weird. I'm, I'm usually I'm usually the idiot uh, like picking things up, but I'm, well, I'm old now. I'm graduated. I graduated. <laughs> I don't know how to supervise people. Yes, you do. No, I really don't. I'm trying. Yes, I, get the book. I gave you a book. What, did I, what book did I give you today? Sun Tzu, The Art of War, yesterday. Yes, yesterday. yesterday. Which I've read like 42 times. Okay, read it one more time. I'm going to read it again. I've got six copies really just fast. in case I want to read it again. Really <laughs> fast. Yes. Really fast. <laughs> However, but the point being is that on this job, there there is a tool set that I cannot use. Anywhere else? No, I can't use here because like... The other jobs where I was supervisory, I could drop you for push-ups. I could make you mop rain. I could make you dig ditches as long as I wanted to. But I can't do that here. I have to be nice to people. And it's a stretch, I have to tell you. But it's a new area I'm willing to explore. And it's going to help me expand my, I don't know. It's just tough. Yeah. You're doing a good job. We're happy. You will be up here on the podcast after, what do you hear, about a week? I don't know. Uh, like I said, the '80s were good to me. That's yeah, my, to, my general disclaimer. Week, week and a half. Like, poor, poor Becky. I didn't know she was there for a year. Like, <laughs> Becky, we got to get her like a. Uh, we should do so. On the podcast, no, 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 no. I said we should make her a cake or something. Yeah. Like, no, she. She won't. No, no. But you know what I mean. Like, make an effort to because Becky, Becky's awesome. She really yeah, is. She is. She's the best. But. Leave them all. Leave them all. Well, that's what you kept telling me. You don't have to tell us to be nice to Becky because she's so cool. Anybody who's not nice to Becky, I got a 45 and a shovel. I mean, no. I mean, I would totally hug them into understanding Becky. Say a word to her for a year. You have a lot of stories, and a lot of them are not pleasant. Becky's cool. She's awesome. She bakes the best gluten-free cookies on the planet. She's the cookie queen. Hang on, let me let me think and make sure it's appropriate. <laughs> what to talk about today? What is Cookie Queen bad? No, she is the Cookie Queen. She's the uh, queen she of cookies. Really good cookies. Like, yeah. She makes like gluten-free ones. She makes the cookies that my mother used to make, but correctly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. They were killed by my mom's. Sometimes they get get creepy. You'd be choking. Those, but no, she makes good cookies. Man, not my mom. Really. And that's you know a lot of people think they make good cookies, but they don't. And and you smile and go, oh, this is good, but it tastes like cat turds. Yeah, but, but you always have to say it's good. It's like oh, you have to. Anyone. You have to. Exactly. They take it there. They bring it in your garage. You see like the rusty buckets, and they're like, yeah. like this. You're like, oh yeah. I can hardly taste the antifreeze. <laughs> they give it to you like an old antifreeze can. Here you go. <laughs> Take that home with yeah. you. Share it with your friends. Just like the old country. You dump it down the drain and it hisses and sizzles. Bubbles pop up. Did you think of the story? I know I told you a good one today. Well, we told us who died in your 
sorority. Oh, yeah, we looked at your sorority. And who no. died. Sorority, fr- fraternity. 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 Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Same difference. No, it's, well, no. No. No, it's literally the same. No. Yeah. Yeah. no if, you were, if you were a member of a sorority or a fraternity, you would know the difference. Sounds same I belong to a fraternity. <laughs> a book did. Well, I still do, I guess. But yeah, those were that was the best up pictures, huh? <laughs> the eighties were weird. Yes, big hair, big hair. Did you have a mustache? No, I didn't know my picture was not on there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't because all of us like went to grab it. You know, I almost belonged to a fraternity at Penn State, and then the pledge master did some things to me I didn't yeah, like, well, you, so he you, had to go to the emergency see, room. Back then, first off, they dyed us blue. They <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't so back then, like I still think I got some behind my ear. You had to really want to belong to a fraternity if you let somebody put you in a vat of blue dye and you run around for literally four weeks blue. Because you're a smurf. Yes. Well, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. But um, they tried to animal house me with the fire extinguishers. It didn't go well. No, it's. Uh, I don't want to. Probably military veterans are not the best fraternity pledges. Oh, okay. We have a couple minutes, but I want to hear the ladies talk. You've both been very quiet. I'm sorry. Izzy, you have anything to say? Um, we, were prepared, we were prepared to talk about uh, beer science today. Right. Yes. We sell beer science. And, and selling money, day. Yep. I used to say, that's how I got started. Oh, I'm sorry. The ladies are talking. Um, let's see. Wait, okay. start mansplaining. <laughs> I could do that. Oh, that. I almost just got it. Is it none of my fucking business already? Let's stand over there in the corner. Um, Edit that out. Let's see. Men are talking. Yeah. I'm getting that. That's a story that you're going to be talking about. Oh, I don't want to be anywhere near that. No, Izzy's telling, Izzy's going to tell us about. Oh, somebody asked a question. So somebody asked a question on our Facebook. We did? We yes. had a question? Um, Audrey, would you like to talk about that for a second? What question? I don't know what this question is. Question about um, consignment versus. Oh, option. option. Well, I thought that'd be We're going to do a whole show, but we can for... briefly touch that. <laughs> we appreciate, we like questions. Yes, ask us questions. We have, we have um, an email. So email us at um, Tales from the Gavel at theterryauction.com Yes. So email us with, oh, here, here would be like a fun thing. Like if you don't have something and you don't know what it is, and uh, email us a picture. Maybe yeah. we can figure it out for and you. CC it at, at their, um, put the subject, ask Matt, because he's the guy that's going to do that. No dick pics. No dick pics. No. No, no. Not unless you want me to make fun of you. No, no. And like, like, like antiques. And, and your grandma naked is not an antique. <laughs> I've got enough grandmas hitting on me. Yes, yeah. He's quite the stud huh. with the grandmas. Yeah. So if you have any questions about options, antiques, um, things of that nature, uh, drop us a line. We'll take a look. We'll try to answer it to the best of our abilities. Um, if there's a subject you would like us to talk about, we can do that. We can do a little show on it if it's that good. Um, what else? Um, we didn't talk about Ponsters and how much you love Ponsters. I love Ponsters. I know be- they're, you know, everybody says, oh, they're fake. But you know what? They're, they're honest. They tell you what the stuff is worth. Ponsters is a good show. I wish I, when I got, when I used to go to Vegas, all I want to do is gamble. I don't give a shit about Ponsters. I want to just get down that table, shoot some dice. And um, now that we're lucky that there's casinos everywhere here, every time we get the itch to throw some bones. So lucky. Well, yes, we are. We are. Because I like to shoot dice. And um, they're right down the street. So, I don't get to go to Vegas anymore. But um, I would. They're good. 
They're they're good. They're on, I don't know if they're honest, but they, they what they they usually say about what the stuff is worth. But they all say retail. But we, if you ask me for a retail quote, that's what I would give you. And um, they're enjoyable to watch. I know it's it's fake, and they got a separate room to do it, but. They started out as pawns. They, they started out as a pawn shop. They still are a pawn shop. You know what I enjoyed? Spread for a pawn. Yes, but that's a, Let me tell you something. If, if in the state of Pennsylvania, it is illegal to have a real pawn shop. A pawn shop is not a place that you go like the pawn stars to sell your antiques or collectibles. A pawn shop is you come in, you say, I got this wristwatch. Um, I need $2,000 uh, for, uh, for this month. You know, could you loan me $2,000? They charge you an interest rate. It's high. It's like credit card high. And you give them the wristwatch as collateral. So when you come back and you pay them what you owe them, it's $2,000 plus a bid. And um, you get your watch back. Your watch is just collateral. So really, all you're doing, all they're, they're essentially a bank that takes hard collateral. Pennsylvania, for some reason, does not allow that. Um, what they call a pawn shop here is the place that buys gold and silver. Um, so I wish we, I wish that law would change because as a pawn shop, I would definitely enjoy it. That's hardcore pawn, hardcore pawn, and they, I would not enjoy having a a, a pawn shop in the uh, Queens. In, no, it's in Detroit. Ooh, yeah, yeah no, no, yeah, like no. they, uh, and, but they're giving a service. There's people that they pawn something just to get them through the last week of the month, and then they come back payday and get their stuff back. If you don't, if they didn't have the collateral, where are they going to go? Pay, paycheck that, that cash, where you can cash your, cash your paycheck early, and they take even more. And they perform a service. So, but hardcore crime was good. I watched it all. They used to fight a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Amazingly enough, we don't fight here that often, ever. No, no, no. fighting a lot. Yeah. Just a little stuff, but. Yeah, because. This is actually the first job I've had in a long time where I don't dread coming to work every day. Like, I, I really enjoy it. You're all killing me, so. <laughs> Good. Um, no, nah, but I really do. I enjoy your guys' company, and uh, you're a hell of a crew to work with. We have fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And because I don't pay them for this podcast, we're going to have dinner. Yeah. Filet and young. Filet young. Trust me, it's with enough. With sauce, roasted vegetables, asparagus, and... Um, the Brussels sprouts? <laughs> Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, palm frites, which are French fries. So I'm going to put the steak on top of the fries and pour some Bernay sauce on it. Ah, it's going to be delicious. Homemade French fries, hand-cut, fried in lard. Only way to have it. No yeah. duck fat? No duck fat. Duck fat. It's expensive. Four gallons of duck, four, four quarts of duck fat is like 150 bucks. Yeah. So if anybody wants to donate duck fat, I used to have a, you know, somebody that put this duck fat, but... He was a Careful, man. Local. People are going to be choking the ducks and they're full. Yeah. Well, you got to cook them first. <laughs> yeah, cook them. Are we good? Yeah. Well, you got to say all your subscribe, yada, yada, yada. Okay, Marjorie should do Marjorie, that. Yeah, go ahead. What am I saying? About subscribe. And subscribe. And <laughs> where are we? Oh, yeah. Ending. Ending. Ending, yeah. Ending. Just say, like, we're like on, us on Facebook. We're on Facebook. We're on. You do it. Well, you just did it. Okay, okay. Yeah, but please. I don't have a mic. I don't oh, have a mic. Okay. Oh, okay. You can email us. All right, so we're on all multimedia um, Facebook, Instagram, 
Um, even Pinterest, you can find stuff that we've pinned. I'm on Pinterest. Oh, I did not know we were on Pinterest. Oh, I, I'm, you a, are. I, I'm on Pinterest. I look at Pinterest probably two hours a day. I love Pinterest. So um, our website is LaterryAuction.com. And then. And so. if you Google this, everything should come up. LaterryAuction.com. 